Yeah, you. You're a very special kind of person, you know that? Maybe not to your employer, or maybe not to your girlfriend or boyfriend sitting next to you wondering what the hell you're listening to, but to me, to Ozark Mark, and from all the people here at Sloppy Horror Podcast, we think you're the most special kind of person. The numbers for season three humbled the hell out of us, and we're beyond thankful. So if you're here right now kicking off this new season, you're special special. It's exciting knowing this season will lead us into October, and even more exciting knowing that our finale episode, the 13th episode I might add, will release to you spooky sons of bitches on Halloween Day. What can I say? I'm a man of the people. So, on today's episode, we are discussing one of my favorite horror movies of all time, Tony Malum's 1981 slasher, The Burning. Now, when most people bring up this movie, it's usually always immediately followed by the fact that Tom Savini chose to work on The Burning over Friday the 13th Part 2. I mean, 1981 was a peak time for slashers. They dominated the genre so hard that I'm willing to bet slashers are still considered one of the best subgenres in horror. And the film is the typical camp slasher. Forgettable characters, unforgettable kills, and gratuitous TNA. This is Tom Savini while he was in the height of his career. Literally doesn't get any better. The killer in this movie, Cropsey, uses a large pair of garden shears to kill his victims. The raft scene within the burning is one of the most beautiful pieces of cinema history. I mean it, it's prime Savini. Now even though The Burning has great reviews, it just barely made back its budget within the box office, which is kind of strange considering its popularity amongst horror nerds. It may not be the most talked about slasher, but it's one of the most important. On this episode, we will clarify why. The season's going to be a long ride, so buckle up. The journey to nowhere is about to begin. Without any further ado, here is our take on The Burning. Welcome to the Sloppy Horror Podcast, and not just any Sloppy Horror Podcast, this is the season premiere of season four. Wow, that's a lot of seasons. That's a lot of seasons. That's a lot of seasons right there. So much content. So much content. So I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Are you feeling hot? It's hot in here. I mean, it is hot in here. Hot in here. We're kicking off this season with a beautiful gem of a horror movie known. It's legendary amongst horror fans. If you're Japanese, you may love this movie. It's going to be legendary. It's a legendary movie. We're talking about Tony Malin's The Burning. The Burning. 1981, bro. The Burning. You're burning. Have you ever seen this movie, Mark? I haven't, honestly, because I am not a horror nerd, so I didn't know about it until you told me we were doing it. Now, you have mentioned this movie to me before. Yes. um, I just don't watch horror movies like you do in my free time. Now, that's not saying that I ain't no horror fan here, but hey, I just don't go out of my way to search for horror movies. That's why I come to you, the expert in this shit, to tell me what good movies are. So I didn't see this movie until a couple days ago when I learned that we were doing this episode. Now, if you've never seen this movie or you want to watch this movie again, quick little tidbit here. It's not really any streaming services, but it is on YouTube for free. So just search it and you'll find the whole thing perfect there if you're trying to look for watch it. Just want to throw that out there. Yes. 
Yes, I, I did see it on there too. And occasionally you'll see it pop up on Shutter and other things. The neat part about this movie, and, and honestly the podcast in general, I should start by saying, that's one of my favorite parts is A, recommending movies to people, but B, knowing you, it's always fun to kind of find movies that I think you would enjoy. Like obviously there's certain movies we're going to have to talk about. Um, and we do a good job at ranting and raving, believe it or not. Like if you've only listened to our audio podcast, you're probably like, oh man, these guys are super nice guys. We usually talk about things we like. <laughs> for that reason but like there's movies that I do think are necessary to cover but starting off these first few seasons it's just like I like to throw things your way that I think you would enjoy and like and uh, even throughout all of our platforms it's fun when people reach out and say hey man I, I hadn't watched this but because your guys episode this week I watched that and I love this movie that's what it's all about here it really is man that's so cool and this movie The Burning so here's a here's a fact that sticks with this movie, and the fact almost kind of like outlives the movie. But if you ask a horror fan about The Burning, what they're going to tell you is Tom Savini, legendary makeup effects guy. We always talk about him on this show. He did the original Friday the 13th, okay? That movie was successful, and the guys at Friday the 13th said, hey, man, come, come by for part two. And he says, what do you mean part two? We killed the mom. And they're like, yeah, but in this one, in this one we'll have Jason. And he says, well, that doesn't make sense. That sounds weird. He says, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to go do this other movie. And th that movie was The Burning. So this was Tom Savini in his prime. This is when he was flexing, when he had the ability to turn down Friday the 13th, like just be like, nah, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And he just has a hyper-realism with his effects. Obviously, they show up. And let's be fair. So what is this movie? It's a camp slasher. There's many of those. We've discussed many on this show. I mean, from Friday the 13th, the sleepaway camp to this. There's all, There's so many. There's so many. The fun part about it is one of my favorite recipes for a good horror movie sandwich, okay? Forgettable characters, unforgettable kills, a fun time, and, and just maybe some TNA, a little bit of point of view shots. That's all. That's what I'm coming for, and I love it. That's like my favorite type of horror movie. And this hits all those categories, okay? Great kills, dumb characters, little TNA, a little fear, some good synth going on. Oh, great synth. The score in this is awesome. It's, it's the definition of 80s horror. It's like what you think 80s horror slasher music would sound like. Yes. It's exactly what it is. It goes hard. It's, it's great. I love the score in this. I could just imagine, like the like, especially the ending riff of like the helicopter man. I just pictured the guy on the synth thing just looking at this movie, going <laughs> crazy. Like he must be going nuts on the keyboard, but it's, it sounds great. And like you said, yeah, this is this is an '80s camp slasher. It, it, it hits all the categories that you expect. So when you watch this movie and you've never seen it before, make sure you know what you are watching. I, I cannot stress that enough because you, yeah. <laughs> to like this movie, I like this movie, but that's because I knew what it was. I knew what to expect. It's a slasher movie. We got just kills. You got um, you got some good amount of blood. You got a camp full of fucking people. You got the typical characters, the bully, the, the hot girl. You got nudity. You got sex. You got kids getting lost you have very funny moments you got everything and the characters in this are what i look for in these slashers these funny characters <laughs> yeah i knew you'd like those they make they make they make the movie so much better because half of this movie this movie pretty much goes it goes it it creates the the uh 
uh, villain character guy. What's his name? Cropsy. Cropsy. It creates mm-hmm. him, tells the story real quick. Bam, we get a nice kill or two out of the way. Then we're starting to build up the other characters and how they're like, it's <laughs> a, the middle of the movie is just them at camp. Yeah. And it's funny. Like, you know, it's funny. And then we get towards the ending sequence when all the murder happens again. It's a good recipe. So I to lay that down, I, if this deserves a synopsis because some of the movies, like, I mean, we give a synopsis real quick for all of them, but like I, fucking Halloween and stuff, people know. People know it. Well, you but know, maybe, I mean, you know this movie too, but you know, it's got different. I think it's worth a little synopsis. Well, yeah, and for sure. And for the people who have have not seen it. So this movie starts off, there's a group of teenage boys and they're all, ca- you know, they're at a campground, um, like a summer camp. They're all teenagers. You can see they're up to no good and they're like huddled around and they're like, tonight, that old man Cropsy's going to get it. He's a dick, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're talking about scaring him. So what these kids do is sneak into Cropsy's little uh, room where he sleeps, like his little campground. It's like a fucking shed. Right. It's, it's horrible, dude. And um, he kind of looks like John Carpenter, which is really funny to me. But I don't know if anybody else has ever put that correlation together. But he lays in this bed, or he's in bed, and these kids sneak in, and they have like this creepy skeleton head. And they put candles in it, and they put candles in it like a jack-o'-lantern. And this scary head, and they put it next to his bed, light it up, and their plan was, we're going to go outside of this house, tap on the window, scare him awake, and then he's going to see the head and freak out. They were trying to play a prank. Well, they did wake him up, but Cropsy wakes up, freaks out, the head kicks over, and his whole place engulfs in flames, and then he burns to death. And he goes to... He doesn't burn to death, he's still alive. Well, you're right, but he's like... He gets severely burned to where he's completely engulfed in flames. Thank and you. And luckily, he finds a lake to put himself out in. It felt natural to say, so thank you for clarifying. No, you're welcome. That's, what, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I'm here and you're there. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. I know it's true. That's why I told you. The world goes round. So this guy, he's in the hospital, and then there's a really funny hospital scene that we need to discuss. So, oh, yes, we do. So this would never happen. What's going on is like... There's a two doctors and they're maybe they're nurses. Um, not that one's a doctor and I think the black guy is the nurse. I'm okay, sure. so they're walking down and I guess the doctor is new and this guy's like, "Look, man, I got to show you this patient." And he says, "It's the scariest thing like you'll ever see. It's fucked up." He says, "This guy's burnt so bad he's cooked." <laughs> Big Mac. <laughs> overdone <laughs> like it's so fucking funny like i don't know i don't understand it oh, but like dude, it had to be you know look it had to be a black guy playing this character because there's no way a white dude would make it so much style and so make it so much fun no. it has to be yeah he would not have nailed that he's like, like that guy did he's like big mac yeah. overdone doesn't he, work he's overdone buddy big man <laughs> big mac Overdone. <laughs> I love it. But, but like, there's no sympathy in this guy's heart. Like, no. he's like, let's look at this guy and make fun of him. Yeah. But then they, like, open up the curtain. He's like, you got to look at this if you want to be a doctor. And then all of a sudden, like, this crazy burned hand comes out and grabs him. And he's like, ah. Which, little tidbit, Tom Savini was actually not very uh, happy about that. Uh, the, his burnt, uh, like, skin because he got rushed. On that scene, so but it looked it all looked fucking great. It looked fine to me. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a severely burned uh, individual skin in real life, but I imagine that's kind of what it would look like if you were Big Mac overdone. And he, as we said before, Tom Savini, he was a Vietnam photographer. He was over there with a camera of all things mm. while the war was going on. So that's oh. really how he got really uh, educated in that and that and 
look of things. But they show him Cropsey. It's that funny scene. Well, then anyways, years pass, and it's we're back at camp with a new round of kids. Murders start happening. You know, the traditional slasher lay down, and then it goes to a final finale with your killer. That's the way it works. Um, and which is uh, another thing with this movie, it's really kind of, there are multiple survivors, but it's like there's a final guy like it is in A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. So there is a, as we always discuss in horror movies, there are legendary actors who get their start in horror movies, and they really kind of give it their all. Uh, We oftenly always point to, uh, say, like Halloween 6, we've mentioned Paul Rudd was in that movie. Well, everybody knows Paul Rudd. He's Ant-Man. He's a funny guy. That's a funny actor. That guy, he's hard to watch 20 minutes on film without laughing. He just makes you laugh. He's just a funny guy. On Halloween 6, he's a young actor looking for roles, and he's, like, very serious. And he's kind of, like, nutty. (laughs) It's, like, so hard to watch seriously. Well, in here, we have, in The Burning, we have Jason Alexander, okay, uh, Seinfeld. Okay, he has hair in this, so that's just fun to watch. You know what I noticed about Jason Alexander? What? I don't know how old he is in this movie, Mm -hmm. but whether you pick him from this movie, Dustin checks in... (laughs) <laughs> Seinfeld anywhere he always looks like he's 40 he does dude he looks like he, he this man has looked 40 since he was like 12 years old it's I that, guarantee it's that Dale Earnhardt syndrome Dale Earnhardt's that same way bro he's been dude. a 42 year old man his whole life dude I'm looking at it I was like this guy's a camp he looks 30 <laughs> <laughs> is he a camp yeah is he like owning yeah, but he's always he's one of those actors that he's always the same person like he, he reminds me of like an actor like a Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey's a great actor you love him in movies but he's always Matthew McConaughey yes which as Jason Alexander is always Jason, Jason Alexander. Yeah. I like agree. He's the same person. Doesn't make me enjoy it. I just noticed that. I found it funny. So n- not only is he in it, Holly Hunter is in it. Um, and then Brian Backer. You wouldn't recognize him from anything uh, from but uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. You remember him? He was the lovable nerd, Mark Ratner, in that movie. So he's been in a few things too, but he was the final girl, <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He makes the final uh, ordeal where he takes Cropsey out. So, there are lots of fun kills in this, but they're mainly done with garden shears. These giant garden shears. Yeah. The kills in this are beautiful, dude. It's like imagery. like It's like artwork, dude. It's it, I don't even know how to put it. I mean, all movies are art, but some are just full of shit. Everything in this movie doesn't really matter, but it's great filler. But those kills, dude, like if you could only watch those, they're beautiful, dude. You could like put them in some kind of montage or something they're just gorgeous shots they really are and i don't mean to sound too nerdy about it but they they really do it looks like a music video or something yeah it's very cool like i somebody had to use garden shears and i feel like the fact that tom savini did it so early in the slasher trend everybody's like well, we're not topping that you can't no. we can't use those the fucking burning used them yeah but on the everyday you know uh, we we're at that weird age, like we always talk about. We're old and young in our 30s, so it's like, you know, we identify with older culture, but with younger kids, it's like, I don't know how many 18 to 21-year-old horror fans know The Burning. Maybe some, and I would love that, but usually if you go 30 and above, people, oh, I love The Burning. I mean, this is a classic, baby. This is a pillar whether you believe it or not. So we had to talk about it. I wanted to do it last season, but I was like, no, 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 we'll save that for the premiere. The premiere. It's art. It's artwork, baby. 
It's good stuff. It's good stuff. There's some inconsistencies in the movie. Now, obviously, you have inconsistencies in the movie. You'd be like, that would never happen. Sure. But I noticed something that definitely would never fucking happen. <laughs> Is when they find, they build the raft, right? So they built the raft. And they had to build a raft because uh, the Cropsey took away all their canoes. Obviously, he trapped them there so he can kill them all. So they build a raft, and most of the kids are with this makeshift raft and wooden paddles and shit, and they're bitching at each other and all this shit. <laughs> so they find a canoe in the water, and it's just sitting there. Like, oh, everybody go over to the canoe. And there's one thing about this movie I noticed, too. These scenes drag on for a long time sometimes. Like the final scene where it's Cropsy versus the main counselor. That was like 10 minutes too long to me. It's like, took forever. That's not bad. But this canoe thing, these guys, they they legit did a five-minute row over to this canoe. But, they, <laughs> but I was like, when are they going to get to the fucking canoe? But they got to the canoe. So as soon as he looks down in the canoe, Cropsy pops up, stands up with garden shears, and murders them. That's that scene I'm talking, that which artwork. Is, which is great. It's great kills, but how the fuck, have you ever tried to stand up in a canoe? <laughs> Have you ever tried to stand up in a yes, canoe? Yes, I've There's no it. fucking way. You can't stand up in a canoe. Not a long rise up from laying down instantly into a canoe and then just murder people on a makeshift he's raft while that. keeping your balance. Like uh, <laughs> He's got like that drunk dad balance where he's like, oh, I'm good. I like, guess so, got up, man. He was ready to go. Because I didn't expect it. I just What I expected, well, it did catch me off guard because I expected to, them to find the girl's dead body in there. That's mm. what I expected. Because I've never seen it before. It's like, all right, here comes the dead body. But then I see Cropsy pop up, and he's murdering them all. It's like, how the fuck did that man? That I'm, I'm instead of enjoying the kills. I'm like, how the fuck did that man stand up on a canoe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but it was cool. Very creative kill. Did not expect it. To that point, to that point, and what I'll explain, and 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 some know, um, but it's just a fun conversation, in my opinion. That's what separates it. Obviously. Netflix and stuff is great. It's awesome. Everybody likes to be able to eat ice cream with their pants off and watch a movie or binge watch something. There's there's something awesome about that. That's yep. its own thing. But being able to go to like a drive-in or go to just like a theater and just see a picture like this, yeah, what are we going to do? Oh, let's just go see the scary movie. It's just something that you see. We're not really worried about the long-term people judging the plot holes or we're not like, oh, this has got to have a sequel or this has got to match up with the series next year on Netflix. They didn't worry about that. It was just kind of like, let's put together what we think would work for an hour and a half on TV and just do some on, on screen and make some beautiful kills in the process. Well, the, yeah, it's, well that's, there's something to that because it, it becomes an event. Mm-hmm. When you go versus streaming, anything I learned streaming, it becomes an event. Going to the movies, going to the drive-in is an event, and it's a night out, and people enjoy it more. <laughs> it creates a better atmosphere. It, it makes the movie better. Yeah. Like, we were, it was some, summer night, we got a projector in the screen, and we were hanging out at the pool with kids. Their friends were there, and we put on Scream. Everybody loved it. It Good was a choice. whole event. whole event. It wasn't my choice. They picked it. It's it's something where you just get immersed into it. I get that question sometimes from the TikTok people. They'll ask me, nothing scares me anymore. And I say, well, nothing really scares me anymore either. But I like to watch these movies. But if you want to get into a movie, turn the lights off. Watch it on a projector. Uh, uh, go to the theater. Uh, uh, really try to do your best to put your yep. phone aside if you can. Like yep. put it on the charger or something. Just really lock into it. And... 
don't watch all, a bunch of other bullshit in your day. Don't watch a bunch of other dumb shows. Save your watch time. Be like, all right, I'm only watching this. Then you'll start to get excited for you. Like, I'm not really watching anything today except for this. I'm going to go home and watch that. You'll get excited for it, even if it's a dumb movie. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, when you get older, your fears go away. Mm-hmm. So horror movies become entertaining in a different way. Comedy aspect, just enjoyable fucked up you get like seeing fucked up shit yeah it doesn't mean you have to be scared to enjoy it <laughs> no. no it's it's usually real life shit that scares adults like watch a movie like where the kids and the wife and the mortgage is fucked up and like everything's leaving that's like oh this is terrible she took the dog too dude like, all, you, all you gotta do <laughs> make a move make a movie where your phone dies when you're on a trip and you have no gps oh fuck that's, that's a, a scary movie to people hey, okay don't, don't give out ideas mark hey Make a move. Make a movie about the water heater breaking down. The Wi-Fi going That's out. That's scary. I've lived that horror movie for two weeks. It was horrible. Yeah, it was. Ozark was like a pilgrim over there. I wish I got by. Luckily, I'm old enough that I can survive without Wi-Fi and I can live <laughs> on with my fucking day. But if I had a child like you and there was no Wi-Fi for two weeks, my son would dry up like a raisin, bro. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's got this weird thing. I don't know if I told y'all or told you about it, but he's got this thing where he does this voice. And I laugh because it's like a horror movie thing, but it's like not. I don't think he's leaning into me to do it. Like, he'll just come downstairs like, Mom. And I'm like, what was that? And he'll be like, Dad. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Either you're possessed or whatever. But he does it to everybody. He'll be talking to the dog like, Dog. I'm like, do we need to call a priest in here? <laughs> like, what's going on Dude, with you? You know, you know, you know what happened to us. Like, I won't say who of our friends they are, but we were over their house and they have a daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh, I think she was uh, ten or eleven at the time. Nine, okay. between nine and eleven. And she came out and showing us drawings that she made of her imaginary friend. Uh oh. And they were creepy as fuck. Yeah, I imagine. And they were just, and, and they were, and you know, the, our two friends who were the parents were just like, oh, that's great, you know, going on. And I'm looking at her like, I was like, you know how that's how horror movies start, right? Like, this is a key thing of how horror movies start. Like, this is some paranormal shit that's going to happen to your house and you guys are going to die. <laughs> yeah, I would not, not okay. ignore that. I would not ignore that either. I would not put that on the fridge. No, I'm not doing it. No, I ain't doing it. No big deal. No big deal here. So. Great characters in this movie, right, Christian Ramey? Yeah, you know, I know you'd like that guy, Glazer. Glazer. <laughs> he's such like, he's, I see these movies, especially in horror movies, where they have like these archetype characters where they're just the cliche of a human being. That's what Glazer is. I feel like I would be one of those guys, unfortunately, though. Like if I lived back then, I'd just like always polish my car with like a toothpick and I'd comb my hair like, what's wrong with you fucking nerds? the fuck out of here. Hey, guy, what's up? I like how... <laughs> you I like fucking how weirdo. When you, <laughs> when you first meet Glazer, if you really watch the whole scene between him, the, 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 the kid, whatever his name is, I forget his name, I'm sorry, and the counselor. Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole ordeal is like Glazer like grabs the, the kid and like pulls it short. It's like, you stay away from my girl, all right? <laughs> hey, hey, listen to me, weirdo. Like doing all this and then the counselor comes over and he like comes in and he just like looks away into the distance like, <laughs> Dude, that's the that. funniest scene. I can't even explain it. And I don't want to butcher it, but you'll see what I'm saying when this scene. So happens. that that Brian Backer character, he played Mark Ratner in uh, 
um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But in this movie, he played a character named Alfred, and he's like the weird nerd. Yeah. And like this is a scene that does not live well because it wouldn't. So like these girls are showering outside, and there's this girl with like like these pepperoni nipples showering outside. <laughs> And, uh, Dude, them nipples are huge. They man. were, and like I'm not saying I I'm wouldn't talking, go. They were like, you know. I'm talking like that's like two salami slices. That's like half of a cold cut combo. Like they were definitely interesting. So what had happened was she was showering, and like there's a part where you think Cropsey's coming to get her because like the music heightens, whatever. But it's not. It's that that dude Alfred. He's sitting there watching her like some creepy shit. He's like, I was just trying to scare, but. This chick was dating that dude Glazer, and this this dude Glazer didn't play no games. So like he went up to him and he's like, "Don't you talk to my girl?" He's like, "Don't <laughs> let me catch you." And he says, "You little fuck, what are you doing over here, you little fucking weirdo?" <laughs> dude, when he says "you little fucking weirdo," my soul leaves my body. I don't know what's up with weirdo and why that's so funny, but <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Look here, you little fucking weirdo. Oh, I wasn't doing nothing. I was just talking to him. But he gives him shit throughout the whole movie, and Glazer is always hilarious. Now, did you see that scene when, with, where he's like, hey, you didn't get me. He says, these aren't lubricated rubbers. I said, get me lubricated rubbers. Give me lubricated rubbers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I ain't paying for these. <laughs> that dude is like a walking, like, pull-string puppet of it quotes. It was. I love him. <laughs> and then, you know, I, and I'll tell you something, ladies, okay? This is this is what happens when a man is attracted to you and you lead him off for that long, okay? Now, there's a scene where Glazer and his girl with the pepperoni nips go off into a certain part of the woods and they start um, penetrating each other with their genitals. So, Glazer... Lasts about 10 to 30 seconds, I would say. <laughs> okay, now, you laugh, now, you, now <laughs> you laugh at this, but this is a common problem, okay? That what, now, let me, let, let me tell you something, ladies. I'll tell you this right now. If your man uh, does not last long, that means he's fucking into you, okay? And you can't sit here because he's, like, leading, trying to, like, make out with her for, like, half the movie, and she just keeps pushing him away. That shit builds up dog okay? oh yeah so, oh, yeah. so, so lady stop being stingy and give oh, him and some also glazer laser glazer okay. didn't have the internet no he did not have the internet he did not have the internet no, but he still had his hand i know but okay. he's using his imagination dog that's a lot different that's a lot different <laughs> right it is but uh the best part is when he's he's about when he orgasms he goes like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a <old> face <laughs> Just the noise is ah, ah. <laughs> like I a, challenge any 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 person in here. I challenge you, dude. Next time you have an orgasm with your significant other, go. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I remember we've discussed. You say Yahtzee when you reach completion. Yahtzee. I I'm more of like Al Pacino. Hooah! Hooah! Let's go, champ. <laughs> She's like, don't call me champ. Oh, oh. <laughs> you go to the Christopher Walken. Yeah, who doesn't like the Christopher Walken? Says, I'm going. To, I'm going to. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I just go. Oh, but it's, that cracked me up. A, a bit, it's a inside you now. Your body. Your it body ma- you is make- taking this spectacle, <laughs> so you need to enjoy it. Now you- hold on. We're almost there. We're almost there. You know, Bing Bang. Oh. You may need a plan B. <laughs> no, so seriously. You look at me again like that, I stab you in the face. 
I would have thought it'd be nice. No, honestly, if you guys really want to be really romantic, you hit her with the, you know, you hit her with the sloth. Just, hi, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> now you say, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. I hate you. You'll sleep on the couch. Well, you ruined it, because next time I have sex, I'm gonna be, this is going to pop into my head, and then I'm going to laugh hysterically. And <laughs> I don't care who you are. If somebody's laughing hysterically during sex, that's not good. I don't care who, which one it is. No, just no. <laughs> just start laughing hysterically during it. Can you imagine that? It, I ask random questions. Like you got to be all up in there, and like you get up in her ear. Like, when's the last time you had toast? And she'll be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. When's the last time you had toast? We're gonna lotion them elbows, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, there's things you should say, and it's gonna work. Yes. Just try it. So, Glazer, great character. Makes the movie to me. <laughs> Where do we go with that? I don't know, man. I'm he lost. A, a Glazer is a great character. Uh, honestly, there wasn't it wasn't as much bad acting as it was just bad script, but that's okay because it delivered on the kills and it gave you some TNA. So, like, if you were to go pay money, like, oh, I'm going to go see a slasher picture. And this day, they did not have the internet. So there was a lot to imagination, and you didn't have an abundance of violence on TV that you're watching now and, and cool stuff because we obviously discuss it all the time. You're not a psychopath if you like to see fun stuff on TV. You're a psychopath if you actually kill people, but that's neat to me. If you can make it look like somebody's head got stabbed with the garden shears, okay, I'm in. So if you were 1981, you don't have internet porn, you're not watching crazy Netflix series, and you go in and you pay your two bucks to go see this, you're seeing fun time. I mean, it, it, it would have been cool in 81 because it was very relevant for 81. So what they would have been talking how they talk. Some cute girls, some cute guys, depending if you're a lady or girl or whatever you're into. They got the whole thing going on. Attractive cast, fun time, sell the sex, yep. sell the murder. And yep. then something about summertime at camp, that just looks fun in a sense even if you didn't go to camp you're like ah oh, i could imagine what that's like or it's it gives you summertime vibes this yep. is the horror i watch in the summer sure I, I, everybody watches horror in october but i go to fucking terrifying horror in october for some reason like i go for the ones that are really trying to shake me up whereas and then i'll watch the classics with my kids like you know your caspers halloween towns that monster squad that kind of shit but for the most part summertime that's Jaws, baby. Or that's a slasher, you know, that's this movie, The Burning. Let's throw in any of the sleepaway camps, some Friday the 13th. Let's, I don't know. I like summer horror. It fits the uh, environment. Uh. It does, man. It's its own thing. And maybe I'm weird because I like to watch things within the season. I did that before we did the podcast. Know. I don't think that's very weird, sir. I think a ton of people do that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Christmas movies, whatever. Um we're lucky with horror movies that, like, you could literally go January to December if you really wanted to. You really could. We won't. Maybe we'll make that an episode one time, or do make that a TikTok uh, or something, where we give a month for or a horror movie of each month. But to be honest, if you like Friday the Thirteenth, if you like Sleepaway Camp, if you like '80s movies, give this movie a shot. If you're not into any of that and you're saying like, no, but I really love makeup and I love special effects, watch The Master at Work. 
Watch him in his prime. This was him in flexing hard. This was like Rick Baker, American Werewolf stuff. Like this, this is a whole nother thing. And it, it, even if you're not going to get around to watch the whole movie, please watch the kills, right? Like at least you have to watch it. You won't regret it. And But like Ozark said earlier, don't go into this thinking it's, you know, going to change your life. This isn't the Godfather. This is just fun. Mm-hmm. It's a fun hour and a half. Yeah, and they're not like dicks about it. People are always like, Christian, maybe you're a little too hard on like the A24 horror or like the, the new slow burn horror. And it's like, I'm happy that there's new ideas coming out. I'm happy that people are making their own fucking new ideas and making them. But could we like maybe make some of those that aren't three hours long? That would be great. Because that's a Netflix series at that point. That's a TV series well, to me. Well, people's attention spans are like this... No, yeah, like you know, the hour, hour and a half movie is perfect. Yes, and even if you give me a three-hour thing, learn from the masters. Make that a three-hour miniseries or something, dude. Like, give me, help me out, brother. Like, when I go buy ticket for your movie, even though I can see the runtime before I go in, don't be a dick, dude. Like, of course it looks great, Ari Aster, but like, that's a little pretentious in my opinion. Let's trim some of this. That's very Alfred Alfred Hitchcock to. Uh, Kind of Argento-ish, too, but at least Argento would deliver. Um, I don't know. I just really think that if you make them too long, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. And some people like it, I guess. But, like, say Terrifier. That's a new movie. You and I could probably afford to make the Terrifier. You and I could together. Like, you know, we sat down. We could make that movie. But it's brilliant. And there's characters we talk about all the time. Art's everywhere. Everywhere you look in the horror circuit now, you're going to see Art the Clown. I don't care if you like him or not. You know why? Because there's an audience for that, too. As my, Ari Aster, keep making your three-hour horror movies, but can we get some more Terrifier guys out there? Can we get some more Wrong Turn kind of guys out there? People that are willing to say, like, hey, I'm not too into myself. I'll give you a good movie with lots of gore and just trim out all the extra bullshit you don't want anyways. Of course, if I, I like The Godfather. I like real deep, serious movies, but I don't think people understand. There's sometimes when you're just coming for a fun... When I'm watching people under the stairs, I'm not trying to be moved but in my heart. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to eat this uh, you know, bean burrito and enjoy my life and laugh at a movie. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm trying to do? What? I'm trying to figure out what you know. What I know... My goodness gracious. Welcome to the What Do You Know here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie here. Now, if you don't know about this movie, you're about to find out about this movie. But if you know what this movie is, then you know what we know. But if you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know. And then you're going to have a wee nogasm in your pants. Uh. Or in your brain. You're going to be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yes. So. Why don't we uh, go on here and why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this so movie So I got here. two for you. So I'll start with one. Okay, you got two? Yeah, I got, I'll got. i start with one, give it to you, and then it will come back to me for the final. Okay, that's great. So. This motherfucker knows too much. 
I'm gonna give you a fun one first. Okay. This movie was so low budget. It was so low budget. The costumes on most of these people, it was their own clothes. Most of these people just showed up and they let them wear what they were wearing anyways. Why not? Shit, that would be, I mean, hey, that's, that's a brilliant idea. But like, do you, watching that movie, they're like, pretty scantily clad outfits on a lot of them. You're like, damn, bro. They look like normal outfits to me. Hey, you know, hey. they, it fits the criteria of what you're gonna do here. Hey. Hey. <laughs> okay, I like that, but yeah, they, they wore their own clothes. That's good. That's a good fact. I didn't know that. I, you could have sworn that was like a wardrobe shit or something, but you would think, no, that's your own clothes. Can, like, can you tell me something about Tony Malin's? Tony Malin's? Tony Malin. Tony Malin. Yeah, the director of The Burning. Yeah, I can tell you something about that. Okay. So, uh, in The Burning here, we got the infamous uh, point of view shots mm -hmm. from Cropsies when he, you know, when he's uh, creeping on the uh, people in the camp here. Yeah, when he's about to make his kills. Okay, yes, sure. Now, this is a very classic move here. Mm -hmm. So, you can either do it the same or you can do a bit different. So, the, the, he was like, you know what, I'm going to do this shit a little bit different. I'm going to make it look a little bit more intense. So, what does he do? You know what he did? You know what, what he, he does? You he takes me. the lens of the camera, which is, hey, this is not cheap fucking to do. I mean, this is probably fucking expensive, but he took Vaseline. Okay. A lot of men are familiar with it. He's like a boxer. Also the ladies. The ladies for the lips. Men, not so much. Your butthole. Mm -oh. Ooh. I think I've tried to do that once or twice when my butthole is burning. You know, like after White Castles or something. Sure. You sure. got the burn farts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you ever get those? Sure. They're fucking horrible. Yeah, you're like, what's going on here? There's a fire problem. in my asshole. But so, anyway, he takes the Vaseline on the camera lens and wipes it around the outside of it to give you a little blur effect around it to make it look more intense like he's fucked up. Because okay. he did get burned, so his eyesight's probably fucked up from that. But this is back in the day when you don't have effects that do this for us on computers, so they had to get creative. So they put Vaseline around the camera lens for the PMQ shots. There you go. Now you fucking know. That's a pretty cool fact there. I know it is. I so, always have cool facts. Let me tell you something here. So, I don't know if I've discussed... Have I discussed the video nasties with you before? No. So... The what? Video nasties. No. So, in the 80s... Sounds like a porno. It does. It does, kind of. So, in the 80s, it actually sounds very British, and here's why. What happened in the 80s is people over in Britain their government system or whatever they were getting upset with these movies coming out all these new slasher flicks they didn't know how to take them they didn't understand them because they were new at that point all these movies weren't 30 40 years old they were brand new yeah so they banned some movies and you know the deal you ban something you're gonna make it more popular people sure. are gonna want to see it but they had this group of movies called the video nasties and yeah. this was one of the first movies on the list because of the infamous raft scene because they you know they're taking all the kids out they're out there and then they just bam 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 one after another and they said nope this is on the video nasty list not in my country no they can't maybe do it's it. like not in my country i don't know how to do it but you know that's pretty cool, though. I didn't know about the video nasties. Harry Potter. Have you ever seen the video of uh, Great Britain uh, people doing American accents? No, it's funny. It is the funniest thing you will ever see. Go look it up. It is so funny. <laughs> okay, I'm They're talking like, hey, Charlie, yeah, what's going on, mate? It's like, 
You don't even make an accent. Hey man, let's go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. that, is very, that I want some cheeseburgers. You know anything else here? No, I think that's it. I, I feel good. That's three facts for you. Three facts for you to put in your, you know, three wherever. facts. You put, put it put in your pocket. You know more than anybody else in the room right now. Next time you go and watch this movie. That's so true. you are welcome. That's true. Okay, goodbye now. Mark, I got a, uh, uh, I got a serious question. Okay. Is Pop Barker still alive? I know, right? <laughs> I know. I don't know. I know. He feels like he should be. But... I, don't, I think he is because I feel like it would. I would remember him dying. Well, what, what do you think his favorite animal is? Because, I mean, he's always bitching about new animals not being made, get them spayed and neutered. What do you think his favorite animal is? Probably a tiger or something, you think? Probably a frog or some dumb shit. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, I don't. are we filming? Are we back? Yes, we are back. Okay. I told you we were back. Well, I, well, I had to get that off my mind or I wouldn't hey, have been able to concentrate, But dude. you're going down Bob Barker saving animal or whatever it is you're doing. Oh, I hope he's alive, okay? Cropsy didn't get him. That's for sure. Cropsy did not. I wonder if Bob Barker watched the burning. I bet he did. I hope he did. And he probably got some fine tail out of it because he was fucking Bob Dude, Barker. he was crushing it. He's probably crushed it his whole life, dog. Oh, yeah. Dripzilla. Mm-hmm. You want to play Blinko? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he does it. Yeah, it's really funny because you go back and watch, like, the old shit, and he's super old. Like, you're like, dude, this is from, the, like, the fucking 70s, and he's, like, still, like, an adult? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, damn, bro. But... He might have seen the burning. He might not have seen it. But what we're going to tell you folks is I need you to watch it. But usually a fun little way we can do that is we like to ask each other the infamous question. Ozark, I would like to ask you, out of the whole hour and a half of this movie, do you have a favorite part? What sticks with you the most? Uh, I got to think for a second. You go first. Okay. I'm going to have the basic bitch answer and say the raft scene because... It is the most beautiful part of the movie, and me being, like, just the horror nerd that I am, um, you know, like, often when you see, like, the montage of horror movies where they'll pair up all the villains and the kills and, like, it's some kind of, like, little YouTube video. Mm -hmm. I always want to see this. I always want to see this scene. I don't know, dude. When I think of horror movies and I think of slashers, like, this imagery pops in my head. It's, like, that impactful. So that raft scene. It never left me. I love it. Um, aside from a lot of other great scenes, all the great banter between all the people, the interactions, that it would definitely be the raft scene. Okay. I remember what mine is now. Okay. It just, it's just, it just made me laugh so, so much, because that's what I usually lean towards in my favorite scenes is something that makes me laugh hysterically. Yes. Now you may have forgot about this scene, but I did not. It is when they're playing softball. Yes. Jason Alexander and um, the other character's guy. What's his name in the movie? Uh, like the other ma- – yeah, I know who you're talking yo, about. Yo, what, are you, what is this, an interrogation? That uh, guy? Glazer? No, not Glazer. It's the other guy. The uh, other guy Woodstock? Like yeah, Woodstock. Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. So it's Jason Alexander and Woodstock there. And <laughs> they're looking at this girl, and they're like, oh, man, you know. Look at that ass. 
And then it pans to her ass. And there's no ass. And she has no ass. <laughs> Whatsoever. All you are looking at is her wide bathing suit that is the majority of her ass because she has no ass. You see the edge of her legs and that's it. And so I just looked at it like there's no ass there. What the fuck? Times have changed, my guy. But everybody's legs still look perfect. Oh, yeah. In the 80s. <laughs> Look at that ass. There's pants to nothing. There's no ass. They, she is essentially assless. That was a great scene. <laughs> but it just cracked me up that they're just looking at it and there's like nothing there. <laughs> like they couldn't have found they could. the character with the you know with the most ass. Yeah, find, find the character find with some, the pumpkin. Find some that has been eating a couple cupcakes. Yeah, and went straight to the thighs. Yeah. I think they knocked on that back then. They didn't like that. Yeah. Girls, eat them nachos. Do your thing. I'm right. not mad. <laughs> Fatten that ass up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just put a little, you know. I do what you got to do. What's something to grab here? Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. So, both great scenes, both a lot of fun. I want to take a second to tell these boys and girls, too, whoa, things really 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 are moving okay that season finale on american psycho numbers are pretty crazy in comparison to what they are normally super thankful and appreciative for that all the people on tiktok that have been listening we got new listeners coming from there i mean people on the instagram communicating with us it's just a lot of fun man it's a lot of fun you know it's funny when you mention any of these platforms what if you put the word the in front of it it makes you sound so old. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I know. Date. It's not people I, from the Instagram. <laughs> people from the TikTok. When I was it's referring so to on the Instagram, I, w- on, I, know, I was referring I'm to not, the sloppy whore. I know. Instagram. I'm not trying to give you shit or anything. I just what? think it's funny that when people say it. My I grandson. Put that, put, I put that on the Facebook the other day. <laughs> my grandson put on the Instagram. So. When I was on the Sloppy Horror Podcast Instagram. See, there you go. See, the the is there. That's fine. The. So, when I was on there, I saw how many people were communicating, going back and forth. It's like, holy shit, man. This is a lot of fun. Holy shit. This is what I've been waiting to do my whole life. And now you boys and girls are here doing it with me. And and now I don't have to just bother Ozark about it. Like, I mean, and look at his Thank face. Thank God. See? He's pumped. Like, everybody... Find the Discord. Message the Sloppy Horror page on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Now, it is both of us, mm-hmm. but 99% of the time, you're going to find Christian Ramey. Yeah. You are. So please talk to him about horror stuff, because he has been talking so <laughs> goddamn much throughout my life, I cannot, I can't take it anymore, you know what I mean? So I need you boys and girls to help me out with that. But the Discord Sloppy Horror Chat, it's great. A lot of good people in there with a similar interest, and uh, they've really all become friends, and it's great to see. So it's a good thing to create that. Um, TikTok, interact with us. We will interact back. You call us out. If you want to interact with me, well, fucking call me out. I'll go in there and be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, Ozark's on there, too. I will, but everybody likes to talk to Christian Ramey because he's the host and he's the popular one, which is fine. I love him. I love him a lot, but it's good. I'm glad you're all gravitating towards him because he talks a lot and he needs somebody to talk to so he doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. So that's great. That's great. Help us out there and 
I'm going to tell you boys and ghouls. I'm going to tell you boys and girls what's going on. I'm going to tell you girls. Hi, girls. <laughs> you guys like scary movies and getting touched all over? Well, I'm your man. <laughs> no, I'm not. What I am, though, is going to tell you how exciting this is because normally we run 10 episodes per season, right? 10 episodes. 10 now, episodes all together? Yeah. Not this week, not this season, I'm saying. Because if we did that, Ozark, we'd cut off in mid-October. So this season is a 13-episode season. Holy shit. Guess what day that 13th episode is coming out? Ha, Friday the 13th. No, even better. Halloween? Halloween, brother. I got it. So, actually... We've, we're going to arrange this real nice for you boys and girls. But what we're going to do is Halloween is on a Sunday. Everybody knows our episodes usually drop on a Monday. So what we're going to do when we drop the 12th episode, we will have our Halloween episode recorded as well. But we will have that up on our Patreon. If you guys want to hear it early, you can go on there and see it. But if not, we'll release it to the public on Halloween, as it should be. And then Ozark and I could take a, our week off like we do in November. And that makes sense. I can justify that. I love how you create more work for me. I know, Mark. I know. But look here. You know how long this shit takes? I know. It's not easy to do. People think it's a podcast. You just record, then you put it up. No. No. Uh-uh. I have to listen to us over and over and over again, not just in audio, but in video as well. So I not only have to listen to us over and over and over again, it takes hours. Now you're trying to get, now you're trying to put the debt, like this motherfucker, I swear no, to look, God. No, look, only thing we're going to do, and, and honestly, can I really tell you? No. I'm not going to give a full reveal of what that final episode will do, but it definitely is going to have to deal with Halloween but it's not going to be something um, as difficult for you with a bunch of segments and things of that nature. So it should actually be pretty easy, something that we can deliver. The people are going to love it. I, I just, I'm happy that it all panned out like this. 13 episodes, 13th comes out on Halloween. Okay, I'm in. Let's get nasty. Let's get weird. So why don't you tell me the rating of this movie? You want to get into the rating? Sloppy Guys, what's going on? We're here to talk about the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, okay? This is a segment here where Christian Ramey, the uh, host of this show, is going to rate the movie The Burning. So be careful, that's hot. It's very hot candle. So we're going to talk about The Burning here, okay? We're going to rate it in a series of four categories. Three of the categories are worth three points. Last category is worth one point for a total of... Ten points altogether, that's, little lady. That's 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 very good. I'm glad you 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 use that and you know you you're paying attention and I love it. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna go on to the first category here in the sloppy horror podcast rating, and that is casting. All right, now partner, casting. You, you want to talk to me about casting? That means that that means the characters, the people who played the characters in the movie. So we're talking about the actors and actresses and all the folks who had worked hard and putting and putting this picture together. Yes, I'm talking about the people who were in this movie acting. Okay, now how? When, uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how long can we keep it going? Can we make just? I new? lost it. I lost it. 
All right, now. It's because of your face. Like, I see your teeth, and it blinds me, and fucking, I, I lose. It, I'm it makes the me easiest laugh. to break. Like, I, I laugh when I'm not supposed to. Oh, no, I laugh. I would laugh. I'll laugh at a funeral if, you, if something happens. Yeah, it's. I think it's necessary to break the ice because it's like, all right, we can't all be really sad. Somebody's got to laugh. Someone give me a chuckle. I'll fall. I'll fall. I'll, pie on my face. Like, let's laugh at me. Like, please laugh. All right, Krista Ramey. Anyway, back on. God damn it, this table. What's the casting here? Tell me. Okay. Break so the casting. I gotta. The the script is just not great. We're not talking about the script. We're talking I about know, casting. I know, but it affects the casting. So, great actors, great actresses. I really thought everyone delivered good. It worked well, but not enough to give it a three. So, I'm going to give it a two because it's a solid two. I mean, just Jason Alexander, Holly Hunter alone could just get that. But, you know, everyone worked well and uh i i like those fun arch- archetype characters like glazer like hey you fucking weirdo i like those kind of guys so uh a solid two man a solid two okay a solid tool so that's two out of ten here on the sloppy horror podcast rain i'm going to go in the next category here in the sloppy horror podcast rating and that is kills four i wish i could give it four you can't so it's three three i mean hands down this whole episode has really been mainly about how good the kills are. Um, they're so good. Like, you cannot forget them. If you watch them, you'll forget everything else, but you won't forget the kills. Undoubtedly a three. Tom Savini is a fucking beast. He's a legend. And um, I'm very thankful for his career. So three. All right, that's three. So that is five out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's go in the next category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is Fia. Is this movie a scary movie? Because that's what Fia is. So Woo. I'm gonna even in the to the shoes of somebody in 1981, really probably not too terrifying. Um, as much as it was frightening, uh, I don't I don't know. I'm going to give this bad boy a one and a half. And I'll tell you why with the one and a half. Because A, it's, I mean, he's a psycho killer, man. He's going around. He's got garden shears. There's point of view shots. There's heightening music. Uh, I can't be numb to the, I can't be, you know, just say like, oh, well, I'm not afraid of it. Because I'm not really afraid of anything. So I like, I'm really trying to look at it. There are some climactic moments where it builds up with the scent. You got the point of view. Like even that scene where that character Tiger, that girl goes to look for the softball and you think she's about to get it, but she doesn't. Um, Just because it builds it up. There's a pretty frightening burning scene, like when they burned him. Like So I I would say one and a half. I really would. There's been a lot of time since this has come out, obviously. So... um, I mean, fuck, it's 40 years old. Yeah, I think it would be a one and a half back then scary. So, I mean, honestly, I think that's a that's a uh, good uh, good score for that. So that is six and a half. Six and a half out of ten. Yep. So we're on to the final category here in the Sloppy War Podcast rating, and that is Christian Ramey, do you fucks with this movie? I do. I will be this movie's husband. I do. That's great. 
So, seven and a half out of ten for the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. I don't know about you, but that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that means, a nice score. That means it's going to be a, a, a good horror movie there. Seven out of ten. Yep. Seventy-five percent. And we had to start to get to the underbelly, under, under, what the fuck, Mark, underbelly of horror here, because last season we went for some pillars. Pillars. We went for some crazy, uh, that you knew were going to be damn near perfect scores. Well, and, the good, well, the good thing about this one here is uh, um, a lot of people, including myself, did not know about this movie, and I don't want to insult you because you're probably like, who the fuck don't know about this movie? Look, no, no, there it's are one of those. people. There are people that don't know about this movie, and it's great. And uh, this is some of the best part about this sloppy horror podcast is movie recommendations to people for them to enjoy. Have you ever? Has somebody ever? People recommend movies to each other all the time. It's a common fucking ground in conversation between two human beings is to recommend movies and i'll tell you what ever since doing this podcast and people learning that i do this podcast everybody loves horror movies to some degree they do man like you ever seen this one or what about this one like people have horror movies that they've seen in their bank ready to fucking display them to people in a conversation so that turns me on i love those conversations dude i really Love the like when old people or whoever your parents or somebody just like, hey man. And you could talk for hours about horror movies. So, so regardless of that, I mean, if you've never seen this movie, it's it's gonna be one that you're gonna like. I think if you like horror movies in general, if you've never seen it, it's a great slasher. It hits all the categories of a slasher. It's exactly what you expect a slasher to be. You know, you know, in like karate, you got like your white belt and you're like, what's it next? Blue belt. And you, like, work your way up. I don't know all the belts and how it works or, like, what the level is. But you definitely, like, level up with this one. Because there are folks and younger fans who hit us up on, you know, TikTok, whatever. Like, any horror movie recommendations? I love all the classic slashers. I usually always point to this one first. And then, you know, you get that quick, like, yeah, I've seen The Burning. Or you're just like, nope, never heard of it. You're just like, oh, well, come back after that one. (laughs) You'll come back after that one. If you're into the slashers, if you're going to walk around... And you're going to tell people you're into 80 slashers. It's a sin if you haven't seen this one. Like, that's like a... It, it pisses me off if you haven't. We're going to talk about a few others. Like, even if you haven't seen Slumber Party Massacre, like, okay. You're starting to get into the more obscure there. But this one, Tom Savini, 1981, right in that perfect fucking prime of slasher boom. Right in the prime of it. Yeah, it's a must. It's a must. If you're going to walk around and say you're a slasher fan, you need to watch this. And people who have and say it, they know what I'm talking about. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's my shit too. So watch it. You guys will love it. And that's what we're going to do all season. We're going to bring you a bunch of these kind of movies, a bunch of, bunch of these underbelly guys that are great, that everybody loves within the horror community, but maybe, maybe you and your coworkers sitting next to you haven't seen it or haven't even heard of it. Maybe you and your wife haven't seen it. A lot of people like doing that, you know, getting a couple beers, throwing on a fun movie, throwing on... That's what they do with their Friday night. There's a whole bar parties where they do trivia nights or watch party nights where they're watching, like, Sharknado or, like, whatever. People like to do this with their life. And this isn't even that bad. Like, this isn't even Sharknado level of, like, cheesy. This is actually pretty decent. Go out there, watch The Burning... Come back with us. Talk scary movies. Let's get groovy. 
Yes, Christian Lamey. Lamey goes. Uh, <laughs> you call me Lamey. <laughs> that was in there. I wanted to come out. He <laughs> <laughs> was ready. He's this motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I promise you. But that's a good one. I'm going to fucking use that. So Christian Ramey <laughs> is uh, on TikTok live. Usually every day he's usually down here because he's got nothing better to do with his life and hang out with you. So that's mm-hmm. what he's going to do. And uh, he joined the live. Talk scary movies. We love it when people are in there and they say, oh, I just watched uh, The Burning or I just watched The Terrifier or I just watched something then. I loved it. And it's great. It's really great. Talk to him about merch a little bit. What do you got? Think. What do you think of Mark? What do you think? When do you think is a good date we can get this stuff out? Man, I don't know. This shit's hard. Okay, it's, it is. It is. But it's um, not as easy. There's, there's, there's. You feel? We're no, doing I'm, our best here. We're doing our best to get it going. I'm saying logo wise, Ozark Mark. You feel confident uh, like that? We can get that, you know, rocking. Because I think within the next couple weeks, you boys and girls are going to be able to see something. And yeah, uh, I just need a little bit of free time. Uh, to to uh, put out the prototypes, and then once the prototypes look fantastic, then we'll go to mass production, and then uh, you it goes to you. But uh, you know, yep, life, yep, life takes is... up, life life takes up some of your time sometimes, so then it gets pushed back. But it doesn't mean I don't care about you and I don't love you with your shirts. Okay, I'm working on it. Yep, we, we is working on it. So yeah, don't worry about keep, that. Keep, keep an eye out for that. But anyways, uh, any final words before we scoot the fuck out of here? Because we need to turn the fans back on soon because it's hot as fuck down here. It is getting it is getting a little warm down here. But um, I just want to thank you guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, you know, keep it going. I will say for all my Apple listeners, we appreciate your reviews. And um, we're back. We're back. We're here. It's Monday. We're here. We're here talking to you again. So or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Whenever you're listening, whenever, before whenever, you dedicated sassy listeners. Ooh, you sassy listeners, you. We gonna be back next Mondays. Oh. So tell your friends, tell your grandma. Okay, okay. Oh, you sassy listeners. Your wife's needs boyfriends. Okay, we're out of here. I hope you guys have the best week ever. The burning. Watch it, Tom Savini. You're gonna love it. There's stuff in there with the guys and the uh, people.